You've heard the pods. Now see the smods. Csmod.com, your one-stop shop for tickets and info to all upcoming live Smodco shows. Check out Kevin Ralph on Babylon at the Improv in Hollywood on Friday, November 18th. Supernova Adelaide in Australia gets Jason Mewes November 19th and 20th. Babylon back at the Improv in Hollywood on December 9th. Jay and Bob get old in Colorado. They have a sold-out show on Sunday, December 11th in Greenwood Village. Catch an evening with Kevin Smith for two evenings, actually, December 11th and December 12th in Greenwood Village, Colorado. Jay and Silent Bob get old December 12th, south at the Landmark in Colorado. Fort Collins, get ready for Jay and Silent Bob get old on Tuesday, December 13th. Solo Kev in Colorado Springs on December 14th. Colorado Springs gets Jay and Silent Bob on Wednesday, December 14th. Jay and Silent Bob get old in Denver, Thursday, December 15th. An evening with that Kevin Smith in Denver, downtown in Larimer Square, Thursday, December 15th. Jay and Silent Bob get old in Telluride, Friday, December 16th. Kevin Smith dropping by Breckenridge on Sunday, December 18th. Bookmark csmod.com and we'll see you in your town soon. We used to be such good friends. Could tell each other anything. Guess it helped that we weren't really each other's types. Then one day, out of nowhere, you said, But I didn't hear you, so I was like, what? And you said, Good morning, everybody. Welcome to the Smodco Nooner Show on the Smodco Internet Radio Network. I am a host. My name is Marty. I uh, am having an abbreviated show today. I have a a meeting to go to, and um, Giselle is off in New York um, to perform in a storytelling show, and you should all see it if you're anywhere near the New York area. Go to um, thatgiselleshow.com. Duh! thegiselleshow.com for more information. Um, and uh, let's see, Cassandra was going to uh, Skype in, but she said the internet sucks, and it does. Uh, but you know, she's up uh, visiting her mother, and I guess they have poor internet out there, so we won't make you suffer through more technical difficulties, as um, is normal with the show. Uh, if you want to join in for this abbreviated podcast, we are at Nooner De- at Nooner Podcast. Oh my God, my brain is a mess. Um, and you can email in at noonerpodcast at gmail.com. And uh, there's the Tumblr page that's Tuesday, no, noonerpodcast.tumblr.com. And thank you for Tyson and Darren for maintaining that. Um, Jane is listening in, Jenny Marie, David, Carrie Lynn, Michael Binhawk. Um, and Tyson and everybody else, if you're listening in, just tweet in. Uh, it has been a shitty 
week, suffice it to say. Uh, I know that we talk a lot of politics on the show, um, especially recently, and I think it's with a good cause. This election showed us that there that there's a lot happening in the country. There's a, a lot of people um, angry and, and uh, for all sorts of different reasons. reasons. And, um, you know, I was thinking about even canceling the show just because uh, this week, because of, of scheduling issues. But, you know, last week I, I felt like people might think that, oh, you know, what a bunch of pussies. They, <laughs> they're shutting up after they had their, you know, such a positive pro-Hillary podcast last week. I mean, we were very confident and hopeful. And, and if you listen to the podcast after the election happened, I'm sure we sound like a bunch of idiots. Uh, someone said that we sounded naive. Now, even though we were wrong about the election's outcome, and it was a huge disappointment, I don't think it was really about naivete. Um, uh, I think we, it was more of an underestimation of uh, the Trump... Um, strategy and and also of the anger of of the half of the less than half of the uh, the country. I mean, virtually no poll had Trump leading, and the Huffington Post had those fuckers had Hillary's chances of winning at over ninety eight percent. And we, you know, we did our due diligence and we believed what we said. I guess that's just a form of naivete, but there was always this uncertainty, and that's why we kept talking about it because we were we were scared of. Uh, that Trump would win, and and of course, that happened. And if you you know if you have stories to share just about this, just uh, tweet them in. And um, oh, and Hyper Canadian is listening as well. Um, save room for us up uh, north because we're coming for you. Uh, I mean, just we just want your spare room. Um, the problem is that I live in a bubble, and I don't know if that's true of you. I actually I know it's not true of all of you, but. I mean, even though I frequently argue politics with people on this show and, and with my friends, the bottom line is that we all have basically the same values. You know, we're basically pretty open-minded people, evidence-driven values, racial equality, pro-environment, pro-choice, blah, blah, blah. And I don't know anyone who voted for Trump. I, I've asked listeners to chime in if they were going to vote for Trump. Nothing. I have over 600 Facebook friends, humble brag. Um, that's, actually, that's not that many in this day and age, is it? But no one's, you know, and I post from time to time, and nobody said, hey, Marty, knock it off, you libtard cuck. Um, by the way, did you guys hear about that? Uh, Thomas Middleditch and Kumail Nanjani, um, they, uh, they were just, they were hassled in, a, in an L.A. bar for, for, by some Trump assholes uh, who wanted to start a fight with them. Um, and, uh, didn't happen, but, uh, I mean, the, the event happened, but the fight did not. Um, I mean, th yeah, it's weird how all of a sudden, like these racists and, and assholes all of a sudden feel emboldened to, to just speak their mind and, and well, not speak their mind. They should speak their mind, but just hassle people and, and start inciting violence. And I guess they're the protesters as well. Uh, against Trump, who have uh, committed acts of violence, and it's you know I, I think it just highlights why we we talk about politics on this show. I think we're at a very very uh, volatile time in this country, and it 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 was so hard for me in my hardened liberal bubble, and it it's not because I didn't try to extend out. I just literally don't know anybody. I in my neighborhood uh, at work, everybody is just talking about like was devastated after after this. Uh, election. 
And so it was really hard for me to envision Trump gaining a majority, but clearly he found bubbles of his own that, that weren't, didn't coincide with mine, and, and they turned out to vote in key states. And that was the way he sort of gained the Electoral College, which he spoke out against in 2012 and said it was a stupid system. And I agree with him. I've talked to, we've actually talked about it on the show. It, I mentioned it, I guess this is uh, probably from the 2012 election. I, uh, Dan and I were talking about it. And he, I said we should get away with, get away from this because you know, the popular vote is more, um, is more indicative and, and that would have changed this election because uh, uh, Hillary is projected to have two million more votes in the popular election than Trump. And then Trump argued back, well, if, you know, I, if we didn't have the Electoral College, I still would have won because I would have campaigned and won California, blah, blah, blah. I, I don't think that's true. Um, a, but I'll, it does highlight like, okay, well, you can kind of game the system. And this, this is, happens on both sides. It's not like Trump did anything new. But it, it, you end up figuring out, oh, well, you know, I can get an advantage in a smaller state, um, you know, sort of blue-leaning state, or I'm sorry, red-leaning state, by um, spending more money here and, and leveraging that for my own benefit. And so he, he spends more time in Ohio and Florida, or both of them do, and, and Wisconsin, as opposed to New York and, um, and California and the, the more densely populated states. Um, and so what happens is my vote doesn't feel, as, a, as somebody who, who was sort of left out of the campaign process, doesn't feel as valuable. And I know that a lot of people were like, well, you know, what? I'm going to I'm going to vote for uh, in California or like I, my vote doesn't really matter because Hillary's going to win and what she did uh, by a huge margin and in California. So I'm going to vote for Jill Stein. And had we felt like, oh, we have a, a say in this, you would have had a greater turnout in California, in New York, which were going blue than you would have um, in with the electoral college system. So that's what I would say to that and ugh, you know i just didn't want to see his fucking orange face anymore and like i don't know why someone explain this to me why can't he get that bronzer like closer to his eyelids does he i, I guess maybe it's toxic or something but um it just I, I cannot just stand the thought of seeing those fucking orange like pink puffy eyes through that orange haze of face for the next four years. But that's, that's the, the, the democracy that we have. And, and Dan was against changing the, the um, electoral college system because he, you know, he said that it might lead to something worse. Well, I would say that, well, let's see, what other country uses the electoral college system to... Oh, what was that? Um, oh, I... My computer's telling me something. Um, that would... Uh, uh, no other country does this. It, it's just the, the... It's democracy. Populism, or not populism, but the, the, the population decides, not some small subgroup, not one vote getting more value than the other. Um, it, it, it's just who has the most votes. And I think the other reason why I think that... Uh, I mean... You know, you look at the, the map and all the big cities voted for Hillary and big cities. I'm not saying that people there are better or worse, but they certainly have 
more of an influence on the way the country works, at least cities do. You know, that's where the, the hearts of uh, the, our economy are, and that's where there's cultural diversity, and that's where there, there are, like, complex issues. Uh, when you get into the more rural parts where there, there are, isn't so much diversity, there's not um, as much uh, uh, economic dynamism like they tend to, well, they voted for Trump. And so I'm a bit, yeah, I'm, I'm whining. And it's the week after I still have some whining time. I don't know if um, uh, the protests are really helping anything. But I also think, you know what? Everybody needs to blow off steam their own way. Um, let, let the protests happen. And hopefully there, nobody gets hurt more than they have already and shit doesn't get broken but um i also think about hillary who is was is so eminently qualified to be president you know the decades in public office that she's she knows her shit secretary of state senator like it's amazing and at the same time she's not the perfect candidate you know she's not the greatest speaker she's not the most dynamic uh personality and she's got the all sorts of shady things going on around her that or that things that can be perceived as shady and certainly the press put put a lot of focus on those fucking emails and and you should listen to that this american life about the emails because it's it, maybe it's biased but it really comes across that she she's just somebody who doesn't understand technology never owned a computer never worked a computer uh herself um, just like Trump hasn't either. So I don't want like 70-year-old people running my country, frankly, in this modern age. So which means that for the next woman to be in, in uh, for the first woman to be president, you kind of need to come up with a candidate who's unimpeachable. And in the same way that uh, that Barack Obama, you know, they tried their best. The best that they could do, the the right could come up with against Obama is that he he smoked and oh, he 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 uh, had uh, he was born in Hawaii. Like that's the best thing that they could come up with, other than oh, everybody look, he's black. And as a president, he he had uh, he has poise, he has a sense of humor, he's smart, he's articulate, he's he's got uh, you know interesting things to say. If you're at all want to see what he's like, watch that that Bill Maher interview with him. I, I think I mentioned it last week. Um, and it, it's sort of like what happened, why they picked Jackie Robinson to be the first uh, black uh, baseball player, uh, major league baseball player. And there were other players out there who had uh, better stats and, and were better overall players, uh, black players in the Negro Leagues. But they picked Jackie Robinson because he was this man of character, you know, he he really um, understood what, what his role was and um, as a, a sort of racial ambassador. And I think that we're going to have to have a dynamic um, woman candidate out there who's going to be that, that same, have that same sterling, like uh, unvarnished uh, sort of persona out there. So I am still hopeful. As for Trump as president, I'm shitting my pants. And it's, it's really terrifying. And not because, uh, like, I, I just think that he's so unpredictable 
and he's so just driven by whatever's glittering in front of his face that like uh you know bright flashy eh, glittery thing he'll go chasing after it that the anything could happen and uh he still has some stuff to deal with i'm sure that there'll be more scandals that will come out and he's dealing with this trump university lawsuit all this stuff is happening and i think uh, Michael Moore said that he won't last four years, that he'll get, be impeached. I'm not sure if that's such a great thing because you look at who's behind him. So Mike Pence is somebody who's like this right-wing, religious, pro-choice, uh, pro-life zealot who's right behind him. And I don't want... And, he, and Mike Pence is someone with ideology and who who doesn't who isn't just driven by his own ego, who actually has an agenda. Uh, and that's terrifying to me, more terrifying than having, uh, well, a different, ty- different type of terror. See, even, even Bruno is terrified of Mike Pence as president. Uh, but Donald Trump is somebody who's driven by his own ego. And I feel that he go- walks into a room, and I've said this before, that, and he just wants to he sizes it up and says, oh, okay, you know, what do these people want? And so he goes to it, uh, a big auditorium f- filled with angry white men. And he's like, uh, like that Hillary's ugly and that Obama's black. And, um, and that riles everybody up and we're going to build a wall. Uh, and it's so really he, he acts just with, 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 in a sort that's the sort of populism that, that drives him. And so I feel like, you know, we as a country can can change, and and um, I I think that will work. Uh, is well, okay. So he's surrounding himself by a bunch of really scary people uh, in his cabinet, and that's going to be really bad. And I'm not. Uh, but the other thing to remember is that Trump is not a man of his word. You think about all the things he's done in his life, like you know, he's he's reneged on his investors with his you know six bankruptcies and and he's reneged on three marriage or two marriages you know he 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 lies all the time and and he's i don't think he has any intention of building and we're seeing evidence of it now you just watch that 60 minutes um interview actually i haven't seen it but but i saw clips of it and he uh he has already said like, well, the wall is not our number one priority, but sure, we're going to build it. Uh, Obamacare, the thing I said that was the worst thing in the world. Well, there's some good things about it that we'll keep. And then, you know what? Like people will be like, fuck you. I want to keep my, the health care that I, <laughs> that I just got for after years of not having it. And he'll be like, oh, okay. Um, well, we'll keep that part. And, you know, so I think um, we can also buy like sort of expanding our bubble and being like, oh, hey, guys, like um, we, you know, expand, just sort of spreading these ideas of that the, the climate change is real and that we don't necessarily want more coal and that we want to preserve uh, Obamacare and we want to um, preserve abortion rights and we, we believe in, in religious equality and racial equality. And then as we, those ideas spread, then 
Trump will walk into the room and realize, oh, look at this is an America that really likes it when I say Black Lives Matter. Not that that would happen, but that would be the best case scenario. And or that's what we need to strive for. And then like everybody will cheer and he'll be like, oh, this is an idea that sticks. And if that doesn't work, here's the thing. If if we, you know, if we bolster the ACLU and if we support the Southern Poverty Law Center and if we donate money and time to the NRDC, the National Resources Defense Council, like these ideas will spread. And after four years, when Trump has fucked everything up, uh, which is probably going to be the case, we have laid the down the ground work for a resurgence of 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 sort of progressive democracy that is that is going to be better for for us as a country and and um, us as a world, us as people. So have hope, everybody. I know it, it's it's been really tough out uh, this week. And it's going to be really shitty for the next four years and, and scary. Um, but don't, I mean, we have to use that, fe- not that fear, but that um, this opportunity to, to really push for uh, what happens in 2020. Four years will go by really quickly, trust me. But it's going to suck. Uh, and then Darren also pointed out that two years to midterms. And after, you know, the Congress switches very frequently after and in the midterms after a president is elected um oh and then uh chris says chris miller says uh we also need to not trust millionaires with nothing to lose when they say it'll be be okay or give them a chance well to that i say like it it's gonna suck but ultimately it will be okay because we've always in the past, we've always rebounded from shitty presidents, yeah. uh, Andrew Johnson, Richard Nixon, but it, it sucks. And like, certainly we've, we were a better country than, than after the Vietnam War. Um, and as far as give them a chance, well, we don't really have a choice in the matter. We have to give them a chance. Um, and, you know, and we have to call them on every fuck up and every, um, every p- poor decision. And we have to make sure that we get into his bubble and say, you know, we're not happy with what you just did, appointing Sarah Palin as Secretary of the Interior. Not that that's going to happen. Did that happen? I don't think that's going to happen. Um, she's too much of an idiot. Well, God, I'm, I'm sounding like um, a liberal crank. So anyhow, that's. Um, let, let me know what your feelings are about that. We'll, we'll, I think we have some things in the mail sack. Um, but... My advice is, or what I'm going to try to do is expand my bubble or pop my bubble and check out other people's bubbles over the next uh, few years and really, uh, you know, try to... It, it's hard because the internet, uh, like, promotes... It, it eases the spread of, of information, but it promotes tribalism. Like, for, for me who says, like, oh, I, nobody on my Facebook feed is for trump there are just there are half just as many people for whom they're like well no, nobody on my facebook feed uh, supports hillary so it's like how if you have suggestions on how we can um break through these bubbles and just have good conversations with people who don't think like us and and just exchange ideas and maybe uh learn something about the our country um 
So one of the things is, you know, like that it was driving me crazy towards the this election is just how glued I was to like the news, um, those new those pundit shows on CNN and and MSNBC and Fox and and you just Fox News, and and you know I was just watching these clips just just like religiously just looking for some like reassurance that what happened couldn't happen and and it was i was just like hitting refresh refresh and and just feeling like shit after watching these stupid people just yell these talking points over and over again and one of the greatest things is after the the election like i cannot even i just want to watch puppy videos and 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 cats falling asleep videos for for the next four years like it, it it was really liberating i can't listen to any sort of political thing so if you're listening now you are better than me so i appreciate you guys listening because it's been just a non-stop onslaught of just politics this politics that so i finally and this is crazy. This is the longest stretch I've been without going to the movies. I finally went to the movies, saw Doctor Strange. Uh, what did you guys think about that? That Doctor Strange. Hi, Jadelyn. Um, I always thought it was Dormammu, not Dormammu. It's funny when you when you read the comic books as a kid, you're you're just you pronounce it in your head, and and that's the way it is. Uh, I enjoyed it. It was fine. It was a. It was the well-needed distraction from uh, from a really um, a really contentious time. So I will be consuming a lot more of that since I won't be watching CNN or MSNBC anytime soon. Uh, what are you guys' new shows? I need to watch Atlanta. Um, I need. I'm also got Westworld in my queue. Um, and then I'm really looking forward to seeing the arrival. I, I just want to just live in the multiplex for the next few months. Um, and maybe I'll get a chance to do that. Thanksgiving is coming up. Oh, really, really excited. Uh, oh, what are your guys' Thanksgiving plans? Let me know what, how, what traditions you have. Email us in. That's noonerpodcast at gmail dot com. Uh, Jadelyn, I'm not sure, and anybody who else has just t- tuned in recently. Uh, this is going to be an extremely short show. I have. Um, it's just me and Ernie. Ernie's here, sitting on the table, and he he's got the mic. He hasn't said anything. I mean, he might speak someday, but right now, he's just like staring at me, wondering when the fuck am I going to change the subject about politics. Uh, and oh, you know what? Also, I I, I also re- recently did a actually it was a book on tape, even though it was originally a graphic novel. Is Lock and Key, which Bill really loved, and uh, I wish I'd uh, listened to it. We could have talked about it, but Bill's off doing Bill things. Um, that was really awesome. That was uh, Joe King's uh, graphic novel. I don't think he did the art, but I should give. But I oh, I listened to the audio things, so, which was actually really well done. So I cannot. I, I don't need to give credit to the artist. Ha. Uh, oh, hold on just a second. Um, here we go. And we're going to dip into the mail sack. Mail sack, mail sack. Come on, get my hands in that mail sack. 
yeah, that was great. Uh, okay, so first email is from. Um, oh, let's see. Did did Steve? Oh my God, I'm terrible. Uh, okay, <laughs> this is why it's really um, you got to be prepared if you're going to do a solo election. Carrie, Carrie Lynn, Carrie Lotion. She writes in first thing this morning in the office. This is from Wednesday. Um, she's going to jail now. Yep, about time. Also, two women. Great job, America. It's going to be a long four years. It will be. Uh, and she's not going to go to jail because <laughs> Donald Trump was just saying that because he was in an anti-Hillary bubble. And he was saying that to get everybody to cheer and 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 laud him and just jizz all over him. So that was just pillow talk. And he has said that, well, it's pretty clear that there's nothing to send her to jail for. Um, she didn't cheat thousands of people out of their tuition to a university that didn't really exist. Um, she just was dumb about technology. Uh, Steve Owens writes in and says, uh, Hey, Marty, try this. Every day at whatever time your five o'clock is, drink a shot of bourbon immediately followed by a shot of pickle juice. This is called a pickleback. I'm not going to drink anything that rhymes with nickelback. Sorry, Steve. Uh, then go for a 30-minute walk. You'll be less stressed and more relaxed. Well, you know, I, I have been doing the meditation and that is has been really relaxing and de-stressing. I highly urge people to do it. There are lots of uh, free or yeah, free trial apps that you can do, um, or you can get a book, or you can just sit and not think about stuff. And I think a lot of people would benefit from that. Um, Jane writes in, and uh, it's a bit long, um, but I'm going to read it, and because she has good insights. Uh, I wrote this on my Facebook, wanted to share it with you. I wasn't sure if I wanted to write any, uh, write something. A good number of my friends have written amazing pieces that I felt everything was being said. And it's true, and I'm sorry if I repeated a lot of uh, things that, have, that you've already heard. Um, I was also having a hard time finding the right way to express everything that I was feeling. I spent a good chunk of Tuesday night talking to friends and family um, as the results were coming in. At around 8 o'clock while I was putting my son to bed, I started crying, thinking that somehow I had failed him. I didn't fight hard enough, speak up loud enough. I canceled my run so I could keep talking to my friends and family until I couldn't watch anymore uh, and went to bed. I didn't sleep well, and I spent most of Wednesday in shock and disbelief. I grieve, and I still grieve. I grieve for my black friends, who I can't even begin to imagine what they deal with on a daily basis and will happen now as white supremacists uh, decide to come into the larger spotlight, come back into the larger spotlight. I agree for Muslim Amer Americans in this country, already horribly treated. Uh, now this more cements the fears that they have about expressing their religion in a country uh, who is supposed to cherish religious freedom. I agree for the immigrants and refugees who came here or hope uh, to come here looking for a better life, now feeling even more unwelcome and fearing deportation. I agree for my friends in the LBT LGBTQ community who are finally making amazing strides only to be de delivered a harsh blow and fear that they're about to lose those rights all over again. I agree for myself as a woman. I'm reading this. That wasn't Marty. Uh, and all other women 
who continue to be marginalized and have the rights to their own bodies stripped away. I grieve for myself, a survivor, survivor of sexual assault, and all the men and women and children who have survived as well. I also pity the Republicans who felt they had no other option. It wasn't just Republicans. And the people who uh, bought into the false, false bill of gold goods, they were sold. They're in for a rude awakening very soon. Manufacturing, coal, and other jobs made obsolete by technology or different field demands are just are never coming back. The coal thing is hard. Yeah, I, I, people. The thing is, he's bringing in um, people from the petrochemical um, industry into his into his uh, cabinet, and I just don't. We, we might be just spending money on coal for the sake of making coal and not because it's something that we need. Unfortunately, I feel they will uh, not be prepared as this reality becomes apparent. This is why I grieve. Um, it wasn't... Okay. What? The, uh, <laughs> regardless of Trump winning, many states either elected fresh progressive individuals or passed progressive laws. Yay, pot. Yay, Tammy Duckworth. Some states who stayed very progressive, I feel can weather the storm that is coming. I say this and try to give hope to my fellow Washingtonians. Um, but there are many other states that are likely to suffer and they will need our love and support. A lot of people are trying to figure out what they can do. I don't believe that writing will help. It only emboldens those who help Trump, uh, who supported Trump. And that's true. But I understand people's rage. It's in protesting and boycotting is a good start. Jane says, but there are other ways of protesting uh, what has occurred. Give money to Planned Parenthood. Yes, I should have mentioned them earlier. And try to give it uh, in states whose funding uh, has already been attacked. Support, whether it is financially or volunteering uh, you, to your local refugee, immigration, homeless, veteran, or senior center. With what Trump is proposing or even babbling about, these people are going to be hit hard financially. Stand up for LGBTQ rights. Support groups, family, and friends in any way you can. If you see someone getting hassled or bullied, step in and stop it. Offer to escort that person being hassled to some safe place. Stand up. Don't let someone feel isolated. Vote in the midterms in 2018. Progressively minded people have lower voting turnouts during midterm seasons than more conservative groups. If you want to keep Trump in check, we need to restore checks and balances by getting uh, Democrats back in the majority in the House and Senate. Do not despair. Take time to grieve. I know st I still am, but I'm ready to rise up. We can get through this. We have, uh, just have to take a stand and not be beaten down. We can and are going to rise up. I agree, Jane. I'm sorry, I, I abbreviated it a bit. Um, but it, that's a great email. And I'm just, I, we can't, I mean, as Americans, it's our um, duty to stand up for what we believe are our American ideals and that um, that will that will make this a lot better and we we can weather this storm um, and as yeah the, the writing thing just I, I understand I have friends who went out and protested and wanted me to and I just don't know what it serves um, except to vent and but vent peacefully people Michael Binhock writes in from um, Germany. He says, uh, I don't know what else, what, what to say. Maybe hope for the best, but expect the worst. Um, when I look at pictures of Trump meeting with government officials and President Obama, he looks like a deer in the headlights. It is really funny. Uh, being president will be way over his head. And that's true, but, and I think that 
that's why when a president relies on his his staff, and I'm really scared about the people he's hiring. Uh, but I fear because how I judge him, he will surround himself with brown nosers. Uh, if there is someone who will criticize him or is doing, the person will uh, not be long there. Yeah, but he's, if he surrounds himself by crazy people with shitty ideas, that's also really scary. I see so many parallels with a coworker of mine and Trump. Only Trump is rich, and both are talking. But both are talking shit. If you know him only for a short period of time, he can be charming. But the longer you have to f- deal with him, the more you see the cracks in his, his facade. He's making people depend on him. But if you criticize or reject his decisions, he will drop you like a hot potato and makes your life a living hell. And he's not talking about just his coworker. Uh, now, with the media saying to him, give him a chance to be president, Christoph Waltz did say in an interview in Austrian TV, uh, the thing he said can't be unsaid. And if he is successful in doing what he announced in his campaign, it will be the end of the line. Uh, there's so much more I could write, but I'm sure other people will. Uh, and as John Oliver said in the last episode this year, fuck you, 2016. The entire episode of that uh, last last week tonight is on YouTube, 29 minutes. It's free. I encourage everybody to watch it. Also, wanted to give a shout out to Steve Owens um, in from San Antonio who gave us great t-shirts uh, last week. If you want to check them out, he is actually selling them on his website. It's orange47shop.com. That's O-R-A-N-G-E 47shop.com. Um, so, and, and they're very cute, cool. And I, yes, t-shirts, the bane of my existence. I, uh, they're very great shirts and I'm, I still am going to get around to doing shirts. I'm just such a fucking asshole, uh, on, for many different reasons. Oh, Peter WG says our levels keep going up and down quite quiet and loud. I don't know what that is. I am going to switch computers next week, I think. Um, because uh, that's been happening every week for, since I switched computers. Um, let's see. Uh, Michael Binhock was with a girl I haven't seen in almost two years and did like Doctor Strange. Love, Lucifer. All right. And uh, Chris Miller is going to catch Doctor Strange this week. People are spoiling it already. Um, and Peter was saying that the visuals are straight out of a Ditko panel. And, you know, Steve Ditko, he created Captain America with uh, Stan Lee and, and Doctor Strange. And his artwork always scared me. Like, there was just something really creepy about them and the way he, he drew action uh, and just the weird blocky faces, square blocky faces. Uh, and that said, I, I really loved his comics, but there, people love his art. It was always just a little creepy for me, uh, but boy, what a what a creative um, force Steve Ditko was, and the visuals in everybody says, oh, the visuals in um, Doctor Strange are amazing. The visuals in Doctor Strange are amazing. Thanksgiving with for me will be with mom at our favorite Chinese restaurant. You're welcome, Jenny Marie. Um, from that's from my people. And uh, Chris said that politics ruined both Thanksgiving plans. I'm going to order Chinese, you're welcome, and binge Netflix. Uh, this Chinese guy is going to make a turkey. I'm going to sous vide um, the breasts and then uh, 
I'm going to roast the bone and roast the thighs. And let me tell you why. If you do this all ahead of time, it just makes the cooking so much better. And uh, you take the meat off of the, the bones first because the thigh cooks slower and the, the dark meat cooks slower than the white meat. And you can cook the hell out of the, the, your thighs and legs. And then um, when you sous vide the breast, it stays moist. It's, it's great. And also you have two different cooking methods. So people have two different uh, culinary experiences. And the best of all, if you bone it beforehand, you take that carcass, that, those bones, and you boil it and make turkey stock. Then you have turkey stock to make gravy. And uh, you're not just pulling it out of some, some watery bullshit out of a can. So that's uh, tipping, uh, cooking tips from Marty for your Thanksgiving. You don't even have to sous vide the breast, but just cook it separately from the thighs. And you, you don't have that sort of Norman Rockwell like presentation, but what you do have is a fucking kick-ass presentation because everything is pre-sliced and like arranged beautifully on a plate. People freak out. Um, also, I'm going to take the skin off um, and then cook that separately, and then it becomes this sort of crispy thing. It's going to be great. Uh, everybody should do that. Uh, Chris Miller says, on the plus side, I'm in the running for a radio host gig at my local iHeart radio station from Merp to national host. Wow, that's fantastic. Chris, that's amazing. Everybody, if there's um, uh, anybody, how Chris, let, let people know on, on the Twitter how people can support you in that cause. Uh, next week, hopefully people will be back. Let us know what your uh, Thanksgiving plans are or, or tips are. How do you deal with um, a politically divided dinner table? Like, even my parents are just like ultra liberals. Like we were up till 1230 after Dr. Strange just talking about um, what, how fucked we are as a country. My mom's worse than me. If, if, if you're tired of listening to me, don't meet my mom. She'd talk your ear off about politics. On that note, um, I have nothing to, to plug this week. I know I'm really, really busy doing lots of shows uh, out in the world. Um, and uh, this week, I just have nothing. Oh, wait, that's actually not true. I'm, I am shooting something this week. Well, it's not really anything that to talk about, but it will be on Netflix. Um, but I don't think I'll have much to do in it. Um, it's uh, with my neighbor, who's a who asked me to be in her thing, and then my sister's directing it. Um, but uh, so that I guess I do have something to plug. But I'll plug it when I, when it gets up on Netflix. So we'll worry about that then. Um, so please tell us. We're you know what? If you sat through this, I apologize and I thank you. We're going to move into more fun things. We're going to get through fun 28 days things. We're going to talk about books and movies and TVs and fun things and silly things. And we're going to sort of power through this. We're going to still have, um, we're going to talk briefly about things in the, that, are, that are important in our world. But they, they might be related to politics, but it won't just be, uh, this is not a Trump bashing show. Uh, this is not a, this is not um, the best of the left or whatever, like your liberal talk show. We're, we're just people having conversations, talking about interesting things in a smart way. And um, 
and so I really appreciate you guys listening to, to me rant and please join in the conversation. Give us your feedback. You know, if you're excited about the next four years, I want to hear from you. If you're, um, and if you have any good media recommendations or fun things to talk about, email them in at uh, noonerpodcast at gmail.com and always join in live um, almost every Tuesday. And before the end of the year, we'll have a drunky podcast as well. So in the meanwhile, um, stay strong and thanks for, for listening. And we will see you next Tuesday. has been a production of Smodco Internet Radio.